I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host. Rod, joined as always by my co-host Karen, and we're live on a Monday, MLK Day. Mm-hmm. That's right. We working as Black people, even though we work for ourselves on MLK Day. <laughs> we didn't have to do it, but we did it anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, we are live, and for the first time in a month, in the same room. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, which is nice, you know, Karen and and. We're live recording a podcast, both of us in New York City. I don't think we've ever done that before. No, because last time we didn't, re- well, we recorded, but we didn't record our show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is the first uh, groundbreaking, you know, news. Uh, <laughs> groundbreaking episode of the Blackout Tips. Everybody's witnessing history right now. We got We got everything up and running and got all the mics and the sound boards and all that good stuff that you do and uh because i'm not even taking no credit for that i just kind of just showed up and plopped my ass down yeah um so we'll get into a lot of that stuff um in a in a few seconds um uh but but the main thing i wanted to say is uh you know the show upcoming stuff you know like the uh upfront which is of course email us the blackout at gmail all that stuff in the show notes if you want to leave five star reviews on itunes or apple Podcasts, we'll read those we love those as long as they're nice mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the taser and the uh, unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme son uh <laughs> but um yeah so karen's in new york um up here uh we we haven't done much it's still covid out here in these streets uh still i'm working you know full time doing uh game theory uh but it's been cool to have the last couple of days off with you and, and hanging out um how was your trip my trip was fine uh, um I actually uh this time I'm I was more prepared so the process was a little bit easier when I mean prepared so prepared when I was landed cuz uh went to LaGuardia and that bitch was long as hell it felt like a 45 mile hike from where I was to where the baggage was cuz you like got to walk a smooth mile down these long ass hallways and then you walk through this big ass food court and you know and everybody playing music and people talking and shit and you just like where's the fucking baggage claim and i just kept following the arrow that says baggage claim this way baggage claim this way i was like bitch i've been walking how far is the fucking baggage claim did you gotta go up some stairs and you gotta go down some stairs and it's like oh shit when the fuck am i i just want my fucking luggage like this is uh an adventure the fuck is this and the first time it wore me out because i did not expect don't walk the piece so far but this time i was prepared i paced my breathing <laughs> I, I got i got my power walk on and i was prepared uh for the stretch this time so How, i were you in the set at the same gate not because i mean you know if you were further if you were in a gate that was far away but this time you weren't it would have felt like you know like it was less because it would have been less too like it could be it could be that 
Or you think it was at the same gate or same around the, area? Yeah, I think I because I, I think the way they have them kind of divided up. Uh, it wasn't the same general area. I don't know if it was the same area because I know they have like different places. But I remember the walk being kind of lengthy, so I was kind of mm-hmm. prepared for it this time. And I and the reason why I, I think it was saying because I remember walking through the same food court and I remember going down the same long ass hallway mm-hmm. and I remember going. Climbing up all these steps to get to the top, and they were like, "You can't return here." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't plan on returning." Then you got to go down the escalator or whatever. Um, one thing I did take advantage of was them little uh, things to kind of move on the floor for people. Uh, I don't know what you call them. They're not escalators. Yeah, uh, look like the George Jet, like the Jetsons, uh, <laughs> like uh things that uh are on the floor like a trolley type thing mm-hmm. i know what you're saying yeah, yeah I, I i took advantage of that because you could literally at the pace i was walking and the way it was moving i actually it sped the process up because yeah. you walk and it just kind of pushes it pushes you forward as you're walking so i was able to cover a a longer uh faster distance yeah, yeah. faster distance in a shorter period of time so i think that really helped too um and uh, I'm not a New Yorker, but I was moving like a New Yorker. I was like, bitch, I just want to get to the luggage. Just, just let me just get to the luggage. I'm just trying to get to the luggage. The thing for me is I find that walk to be relaxing because I've never had my luggage beat me to the luggage pickup area. So I'm not hustling for shit. I don't need to hustle. I can take a slow-ass stroll. I've always had to wait 10, 20 minutes. So I'm going to just hurry up to get there to stand there. Like, nah, fuck it. I'm... If shit, if anything, I'll next next time I might stop by a food court or some shit. I like <laughs> I, I might do that in lollygag because I I think the first time it took me so long that yeah my luggage was there way before I was because I was just trying to find out where the fuck I was. Uh, you know, I wanted well, a pin to be like, you are here. Because I was like, where the fuck is the luggage? Like, oh, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I was tired. I was out of breath. And I was just confused. Yeah, I never had. I've, I'm, Yeah, it's crazy. I've never been in an airport where my luggage beat me to to the luggage rack. Um, And, and you know, the worst to me is, is the one where it's a transfer and you got to, like, run through the airport to make sure you make your next flight. Those are the ones that really, you know, bother me and scare the shit out of me. I hate, I hate, uh, a, like a, you got 20 minutes to be on the next plane type of transfer. That's shit. Like, I if those. I can take a straight flight, I take, I don't want to live nowhere, bitch. Nope. Get to get me in my luggage on the plane and get us there in one motherfucking trip. Because a lot of times what happens depend on the flight. You literally have to go literally pick your baggage up and then rush to the next location just so you can be sure you and your fucking baggage get there at the same time. In some, in some cases you can just go, uh, straight to uh the next thing and just keep it pushing, you know, because they just supposed to do that. But every now and then I've had it where you had to go pick your shit up. I was like, look, this is too much trying to fly through these 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 different, particularly if it's an airport you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. It's becomes very, it could become stressful. And you saw your first um bodega cat. I did, I did, did. I thought it was a myth because everybody told me, we got bodega. I'll be like, whatever. Ain't no such thing as a bodega cat. I never seen one. <laughs> so I got to see one. And it came out of nowhere. I guess whenever we go in there, they be sleeping or rested or, or, or on a uh, four-hour uh, lunch break most of the time we get there. And so uh, it just so happened. The lady behind us was talking. I was like, what is she talking to? I was like, oh, it's a cat. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't. Well, last time you were here, we didn't really go into a lot of these um 
places like we didn't do a lot of bodegas and stuff uh i think we really just started messing around with like bacon egg and cheese and all that shit right near the you know that week because you know obviously covid but also work and just uh just my my <laughs> introverted personality i was like i'm not doing shit until karen gets here anyway so i really wasn't going into bodegas and stuff that often um but to, to even see the cat so uh i saw a couple but uh yeah that that was that was cool um that, yeah. and the bodega breakfast is like cool and there's like one or two on every block so it's like you can always just go grab a sandwich at any point in time and that's that's always a cool thing yes and that's one thing that i do like about here um you really don't have to drive out now i will i will give y'all kudos about that shit you literally walk outside and like walk a few feet or around the block or around the corner and somebody's like look we got uh bacon egg and cheese uh we got this we got that some of them is like everything but 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 the seats <laughs> and like we got literally everything but you better get your ass in here and get up get the fuck out we we ain't full serve but uh we got everything else for you and so i really do like uh like that you know because you literally i don't know if they do breakfast 24 hours but you know it's one of them things you going in there somebody's back there cooking something preparing something mixing something turning something churning something so i um, I really do, uh, like that, uh, like that process. And I am, uh, uh, glad that, uh, like I said before about me, um, getting used to the trip. Uh, I even, uh, mastered the, uh, Uber, uh, situation because the first time I, when you do the Uber, when the, and I didn't even know what the Uber thing was. So it took me forever to figure out how to get there. And, Cause it was, it's very confusing, uh, to try to be like, okay, where am I supposed to go? And they got signs, but it was still kind of confusing because you're trying to walk and trying to move around, trying to figure out, am I going in the right direction? I know it didn't last time, but this time a, a, a voice came over the intercom. was like, hey, you, you need to go towards this direction. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, at least somebody over the intercom was like, look, this is the direction you go for Ubers, and this is the direction you go for family and friends, you know, so... I figured out uh, that piece, and when you go out there, they got like every letter of the alphabet out there, and I was like, okay, the fuck is this? So I figured out how to read the alphabets and how to get to my. Are car. you finally figured out how to read the alphabet? Okay. Yeah, I know how to read the alphabets. Oh, okay. But like how the layout is, because it was confusing. You walk out there, that shit is winding and turning, and you walk this way and you walk that way, and just a bunch of cars fucking parked around, and I was like, okay, this is too much for the senses right now. Yeah, I guess, you know, traveling can be overwhelming and I think if you start in anticipating stuff, maybe it can get over your head. I think for me, uh, the the airport is laid out extremely simple uh, to me and, I, and I, once you get here, there's no need to be in a rush. So I just take my time and uh, each step, you basically can like see the next step from there. So it's like you get off and it's like, the first thing you're going to see is baggage claim this way and just start walking that way until you get to wherever the baggage claim is. And every time you get a little confused or lost, there's always a sign like keep going this way, go this way. And so I just follow the signs, get my weight on my bags and then I get my bags. And then immediately when you look up from there, you can already see like, here's where the ride share stuff is, is Uber, his Lyft or whatever. And I just did that. And I think, when I got there, it was like, go to the parking lot and you go outside and it's like, 
Alright, Uber and Lyft, that's row E or something like that. And that's it's like, okay, so start looking around on the in the parking deck, like must be some letters and then I got all the way to E. So like yeah, I it, to me it's like I I I just get real calm during those periods because I know panic and anxiety doesn't help. Um and I know that everybody's done it before and all these people have done it before me because I can get overwhelmed about things a lot of times because of my anxiety. So a lot of times I have to just relax my mind and, and, and that's how, you know, I'm like, I'm not the first person to ever get an Uber from here. And the first time, you know, I, uh, I let the dude hustle me for the Uber, but just really more for the story. And plus I knew I, you know, he wasn't going to do shit to me, but, um, you know, this time, of course, I, I took the Uber and saved myself probably forty, fifty dollars from being hustled or some shit. And um, and it was really just a breeze to get get into town. And also, I think that uh, I can get on my own mind, if that makes sense. Like, I think, like you say, a lot of it's just my mind racing. And I'm trying to think, like, what do in my mind? I, I'm like, OK, what do I need to do next? Where do I need to go? I don't want to be out here standing in the way, fucking it up for somebody else. where they trying to get to their debt. But most people are not going to bother you anyway because they're trying to get to wherever the fuck they're going. So people, yeah, most the, people are going to walk around you. But I, I be in my head too much. Yeah. And I just start panicking. And then a lot of times when I'm panicking, I'm not really paying attention to the shit around me. So I probably the first time I probably was not that long. But mm. in my mind, I kept saying, what the fuck? I'm gonna get there. I just want to get my bags. I just want to get like in my head. I just want to get the bags. Yeah, but to me, panicking is when the mistakes happen. That's true. It, like, like when it's the I just gotta like when that when that voice starts speaking to me. That's when I when those are the times I fucked up and looked back and went, why was I tripping so hard? And then the other thing is, everything you want to do, somebody's done before. Not true. Know, even that's true. with this Airbnb thing, my anxiety was off the chain because you know i uh, i came here i only had a week as opposed to last time where i knew months in advance i knew all the dates um and i it was frustrating to have a week to figure out what my living situation was and i knew that about a month in i was gonna have to transfer airbnbs and i was so overwhelmed about that when I first got here you know and establishing everything because I was like I'm gonna have to move at some point I'm gonna have to take this over here and logistically I was trying to think of things you know like what am am I buying for this Airbnb that is gonna have to come with me to somewhere else is I'm gonna have to get a box am I gonna have to you know all this shit and I just and of course getting used to that new living space you know with the radiator and and the stairs and the different distance and the different neighborhood and all that stuff and the main thing for me was just to be like you know what you're not the first person that's ever had this happen you're not the the, the people do this all the time you're an adult <laughs> uh you're gonna figure it out and it wasn't like an aggressive like i'm ready i'm gonna prepare it was more like a you can handle this you know one of the things i had wrote in my journal was like you know you are the person that got you this far you know, yes, so that's true. <laughs> when you think yeah. about if you hear whoever, whoever you are, wherever you're at, you got here, you know, not saying with no help or to help other people, but you the main, you know, focal point of the the things yeah, that like got you, you where you at. Yeah, you figured it out this far. You can figure it out beyond this point. So you have right? to have some belief in yourself. And so, you know, um, 
I just looked at it that way, and you know, and, and I think that that's really honestly done me a world of difference. Just thinking about things that way. Yeah, and also I do think that all jokes aside, for the trip, uh, when I went to New York, out of all because I've flown before, but out of all the times I've flown, I've normally have flown with somebody else and with other people. And I think that that was the first time uh, I was actually from start to finish kind of by myself. And I think that in my head, I was like, okay. Well, last time you came up here, weren't you by yourself? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this, so you talking about last time. Yeah, the first okay. time. Yeah, yeah. this this time it, it was so much smoother Like, because I was prepared because I kind of knew what to do and how to get ready and was familiar with the layout. So this sec- this second time, that's what I said, second time was, was, was much smooth. But I think that first time, that was like literally the first time because I've normally have flown with somebody else, you mm-hmm. know, be it family, be it friends, be it somebody else. I never have gone through the beginning of the process to the end of the process kind of just depending on me. Mm-hmm. And I know that might sound wow no, but it's it do- just it doesn't it doesn't sound wild at all like i said you're not the first person to experience that someone else hasn't experienced that and you're educating them right now and you won't be the last so for me i think that's what that's what that overwhelming got got in my head because i was like okay it's just you you don't have nobody to pin on you know you fuck up you're gonna be out here all alone and by yourself like get your shit together girl and i think i from from that i went into panic mode which was probably not the right thing to do because like you say you're, you're somewhere where people are around and they want your ass to get to your destination as much as you do. Like, they yeah, don't I want mean, you lost in the hon- airport. <laughs> honestly, like I, I like I said, it's not that it's impossible. I mean, we've heard stories from Keith Malley, from Keith and the girl. He's gotten behind the counter somehow getting lost in the airport. So it's possible for some for that to happen to somebody. But, you know, millions of people go through airports every day and we know America's track record. They're not all smart. (laughs) And so if them motherfuckers can figure it out, you can figure it out too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It'll be fine for the most part. And honestly, even with Keith Malley's story of getting stuck behind the, like popping up behind the counter. Cause he he didn't know where he was supposed to go. He still found a way to get to his destination. Like that's not a story of, and then we never saw him again. Like, (laughs) It, even if you fuck up even if you fuck up that bad you will probably be fine so i yes. I think those are the things i keep holding on to and then i don't panic and then i'm normally fine right and also uh when uh your mama had uh because your mama picked me up so when she dropped me off at the airport uh i looked up and you know um uh, normally uh when me and you go we do the uh the people that check your bags and stuff in right yeah I do the what Karen's talking about is ever since they started this service at the Charlotte airport I do the curbside bag check so as soon as I get dropped off I just go up to the dudes like can I check my bags right here I, I don't know if American Airlines offers this with every airport or whatever but those dudes basically take your bags and uh, right there and they put them on the plane for you and you give them like a little tip you know and they take care of you Right, and so when I looked out, I was like, "Oh, that line's long," and me, 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 me trying to be all smart. I was like, "Well, I'll just go in." So I went in and I went to the computer, did all the prompts, and it, you know, it's supposed to print out the thing for your bag. So I was like, "Uh, what is it supposed to print out the things for my bag?" And people was like, "Well, did you tell it to?" I was like, "I don't know." Kind of find out, I didn't tell it to do that. 
So I was the dumbass at the airport, and I was like, okay, next time I just do the check the check in thing, cause I'm I'm out here looking like a motherfucking fool in the airport because I didn't tell the machine to print out my thing. But at the same time, I know I'm not the only one. Like you say, I'm pretty sure they've had other people. They walk up there, go, can I have your thing? They go, well, it didn't do it. Well, it? you you printed it out. Yes, I did. So obviously, <laughs> they do that. All, they, they get that a lot. Like there's nothing you're gonna do that no one's done before it's that's always true it's just, that's true <laughs> there's a way of figuring the shit out when they lost my bag i like that night i was not even it wasn't even a whole night but when i got to new york this time and my for the first time ever one of my bags didn't show up and they just sent me a text like yeah your bag isn't gonna show up you need to put your information of where you stand into this thing and on an internet form and submit it and then we'll let you know blah 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 and sure enough it didn't show up and i was you know here like what am i gonna do i gotta go to work tomorrow half my shit is in this bag and they got it to me that night some dude drove all the way across you know new york to get to me and i said oh duh because they this ain't the first time like right it's just you know so it would have worked it would have i would have figured it out anyway but yeah I, I think you know a lot of this stuff is is that and and i'm not trying to minimize Mm-mm. that i'm just saying like you can do it because you're a capable person and um you know it, it the to me, the feeling to avoid is the the aggressive and panic and anxiety. Yeah, because I, it's I, just, think, I think that's what was happening. Yeah. Because if I would have literally slowed down and, and kind of prompt through the screens, probably as it was prompting me, I probably would have did it right yeah. the first time. Yeah, but I was like beep 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 beep. Wait a minute, something not right. <laughs> and know? I'm only telling you that too because I struggle with that. Like, oh, I've, okay, I've had, I've had that, and these are the coping mechanisms that I've learned over the years to not succumb to that as much because mm-hmm. i definitely uh can 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 have that same like oh I just, uh, what's happening am i gonna miss my plane am i oh the right. machine not like, gonna work like and your then mind next thing starts I know, ticking yeah and then the next thing i know i really i did fuck up because i wasn't i was paying attention to a future i can't control or past that you know i that's already happened and not the now in the moment so i think that's a big thing um even last time you missed your flight and you still figured it out and got here so i, I yeah to I me it's like you know um yeah it, it'll be it'll be fine but i'm glad you're here now and mm-hmm. i'm glad um we've gotten to uh hang out and do a couple things i mean it hasn't been a lot i you got to try that 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 steamed rice that was absolutely delicious. You talking about the one with the corn in it? Yeah, it's steamed rice roll is what I think it's called. Joe's steamed rice roll, I believe is what it's called. And uh, we talked about it on the podcast before. And I was like, uh, you got to try this. And so we ordered we ordered some today. And uh, what would you think? Oh, it's absolutely delicious. One of them had shrimp in it. I don't know what the other one was. Yeah, that it's- was the shrimp roll. And then the other one was like his classic steam rice roll. And, and it's really, because I, I like to touch my food. I'm a toucher. So I like, because I like to eat like sushi and stuff. I like to actually touch it with my hands. And so um, it was really soft to the touch, almost like paper. Like like when they do sushi roll with like a paper wrap. It was, But it's a little thicker than like a... a it's like a noodle. It's yeah. like a wrap noodle around right. something, yeah. Right, and it was absolutely d- delicious. Then you had uh, something else 
that uh uh looked like uh some kind of sandwich or something. You so I think it was like a scallion quote unquote pancake, but you can add three fillings to it. And so they make it almost like you would imagine like a Taco Bell crunch wrap that's got something inside of it. And I think we had like egg, lettuce, scallions, and something else. And oh my God. That bitch was. Oh, and spicy mayo. And it had like these crunchy, almost like tortilla Teal chip chips type. in it. Oh my God. That shit was fucking flames. I'm bitting that bitch. I was like, ooh, yes, yeah, sir. So that right there is delicious. Now, one thing I do love about coming up here, I'm not going to lie. We got good food down south, and I'm not knocking, you know, knocking it at all, but you can experience foods up here that you can't get down south. Like, it's certain food because that place right there, I, I don't, to the best of my knowledge, there's nothing like that down south. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where, particularly if you're looking, it's, y'all got like a true melting pot up here. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure y'all probably got good Ethiopian food, good, you know, all types of food from all across the world up here. Mm-hmm. And so um, that thing was fucking delicious. And I'll go, oh, you would not get this anywhere else. Yeah. And so when I tell you we bit into it, it was absolutely delicious. So one thing I do love about coming up here, we begin getting introduced to all types of, of different foods because I'm an eater. So I will try anything once. And so I'm pretty sure... Um, uh, uh, there's probably a list of, of stuff that we probably uh, pick up or, 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 or Uber or whatever uh, as I, while I'm here to try the different types of food because I, I am down for just a new uh, food eating experience. And now that right there was, was worth it. It was absolutely delicious. Yeah, I um, also um, got a, uh, like I also moved the Airbnbs last week and I think we haven't done a show since then. Um, or maybe we did a feedback show and I didn't talk about it, but so the move was interesting because the day got moved because, uh, they had to move it back a day. Cause I think people were in this Airbnb and they need to, of course, clean it and get the people out and shit. And so I misread the email. Uh, well, first of all, they sent me an email that was like, Hey, you don't have, you get an extra day free. You don't have to move till Thursday. I said, cool. Told my people at work about it. Thursday, they said, you can work from home. I said, cool. Thank you for that. You know, I'm glad to have a job like that. And um, so I'm working from home. You know, there's a couple of meetings and stuff I have to do. But essentially, I woke up early and just started packing everything because I was like, I want to have everything packed and possibly even move in. And and then just like once I move everything in over here, I can uh go to my meetings virtually through my computer and then just start unpacking throughout the day and and all that well i thought because they pushed it back a day like oh that means the next day i should be able to check in almost any time because it's been like an extra 24 hours right um and the email said check out at 11 of the other place and i'm like well then i can't check i mean i have nowhere else to go so i would have to check in to here so I'll get a Uber. I got a bunch of boxes and all that. Not boxes, but a bunch of like luggage and stuff. And I'm going to have to make two trips. And what I plan to do is take the Uber over uh, with all my stuff packed, unpack some of it, take a couple of empty suitcases back, pack the rest of the stuff and then get an Uber back, you know. So, mm-hmm. man, I get over here and... uh get into the the room first first i walk by like three people that are leaving and it's like 11 o'clock and then i get in i come up here and there's just stuff 
laid everywhere <laughs> like the bed's not made there's uh there's cleaning supplies on the floor there's like all this shit you know happening and i'm like you know i'm like backing out like home in the bushes like oh i don't think i was supposed to be here yet <laughs> i'm too early <laughs> and so nobody was in here the lights were off but i was like clearly uh i've read this wrong mm-hmm. i i need to come back at three or whatever and check in so i bust ass get back with get another uber and get back and of course i'm going up and down these stairs with all these fucking suitcases which the bane of my fucking existence is just a, a very small staircase and you i'm just lugging this heavy ass shit back up and down and so um I go ahead and uh, <laughs> get everything back. I do my meetings and stuff. And uh, and then I, you know, uh, basically work until around three or so. And I'm like, let me text the person to see if I can come over yet. Right. Because I don't want to come over early again and have another awkward situation. So I text them. Hey, can I move in? It's three. And he said, oh, yeah, it should be fine. Matter of fact, they got a couple guys here to repair the window thing that I talked about with them last time they said they're gonna be they might come by like at four o'clock or so Mm -hmm. i said sounds good to me cool i'll get ready to head over i head over get the uber blah blah get here open the door and this time uh outside the door was just like boxes of stuff including one box of fro of like shrimp that had been clearly taken out of the refrigerator <laughs> like some nice prawns like some good shrimp too <laughs> and they did good shit and i said what and i and there's another apartment here so i said oh maybe they put some shit in the hallway that's weird you know open up the door and there's this, like tiny woman cleaning here she she's finished. got her back she's got her back to me and I come in, I don't see her at first either. I come in with my bags and shit. I don't expect anyone to be here. I think it's weird that shit is outside. I was like, I guess they come back and get that later. <laughs> I was like, hey, it must have been a real close call. And I look in the bedroom. This woman is like making the bed and shit. And now I'm big black guy carrying a bunch of shit, trying not to scare this woman. Right. And so I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. She didn't have on headphones or anything, but she turns around and she is like, yeah like like she screams i scream we scared the shit out of each other i was like ah, ah. <laughs> so everybody's screaming and then she was she was like i don't speak english and i'm like okay um i, I don't i don't speak spanish and i'm like hey i'm like trying to like show her like i'm this is my i'm supposed to be here they said i could check in at three um how much longer do you need Right. And she was like 10 minutes. And I said, that's fine. Can I, I'm going to unpack my stuff so that I can take, uh, you know, like I'm just want to leave some stuff here so I could, you know, do my plan, take the empty suitcases back, blah, blah, blah. And so I do that. And, um, and, and then I, I, I do, I come back like maybe 20, 30 minutes later. And then every, she was gone, but the, the people fixing the windows were here. And one of them's like, I can't fix this other window. I need a new part. I'm gonna come back later. I was like, ah, it's fine. But yeah, it was just, uh, it was just an interesting move, but yeah, I got all settled down and settled in. And, you know, we even had this podcast studio set up today. Um, what was interesting is I forgot to tell Karen to bring, a microphone even though i amazoned all this other shit you know <laughs> i had everything except the microphone 
which is just ridiculous, you know. <laughs> um, and I'm looking around to see options to get a microphone to this place or get one because we needed it by today because we were doing something for Keith and the Girl for mm-hmm. their recap last week on Keith and the Girl. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm i like, it's supposed to be the greatest city in the world. You can get anything anywhere, blah, right. blah, blah. Where can I find a condenser mic today or tomorrow before five o'clock you know um and i'm going on instacart and it's like you can get one from best buy and then i I put it in my cart and then best buy it was like not currently in stock delete this from your cart and i was like okay so they is lying because i think instacart be lying sometimes right um and then i'm like okay uh let me see it's like do you want to drive to a guitar city and uh brooklyn or some shit i'm like i don't i can't no, do that no, and about doing that there's a guitar city in like manhattan but it's gonna take like 30 40 minutes to get there you know there's like all this stuff and so mm-hmm. i just actually went on twitter and said hey um new york city people greatest city in the world i need a condenser mic where can i get one today and people was like go to bnh and i looked up bnh online they are a mile away from where we're at. Uh, it was cold as shit. So it was like mm-hmm. a 30 minute. It would have been a 25, 30 minute walk. Cause you know, a mile in the city is not, it's not necessarily like walking a mile, like right. a 15 minute mile. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Hawk was blowing. So we was going to definitely Uber there, but, um, it was like, uh, you can go online, you can buy it online, get there, pick it up, and just bring it, you know, and, and, and you'll get the mic. And sure enough, that's exactly what I did. This and was the greatest store I've ever walked into in my whole entire life, y'all. I'm not going to lie. It's the best shopping experience I've ever had. Yes. I, I t- we talked to him to, today from Keith and the Girl, and she was telling us that it's like religious and it's owned by Jewish people and they got a lot of holidays and da da da, da. I don't know all that. Uh, mm-hmm. although I will say religious people are two for two with shopping experiences because Chick-fil-A also do not miss okay I'm not this is not me uh, obviously co-signing any day political the, or c- religious service. beliefs but I just know as far as running a restaurant the the, the religious people is two for two because <laughs> they was on it man that shit wearing like a well old motherfucking machine like you went somewhere and they was like, uh, yeah, you got a question. It was like, yeah, just stand over there and somebody be with you in a minute. Yeah, you have that. And then they had no exaggeration, 30 registers open. And they were all open. All of them were open. And you just stand in line and it'll just register 13 is open. And then you just walk to register 13. And yeah, BNH photo is what it's called. Photo and something. And uh we when i say we got in and out of there with everything we needed in like five minutes it was it was almost jarring how fast we got in and like you like i left and part of my brain was like did i get everything like did did, did i was i missing something uh because the thing is when the dude was like yes stand over there he literally sent us right where we were supposed to be so it was like okay yeah like the shit we need is right here it wasn't even rude it was efficient like like i because i walked to the counter and was like uh man i'm looking for a mic cord he said uh if you need help just stand right over that spot and somebody will come to you 
And I was thinking, you know, my brain at first was like, damn, man, like you can't help me. But then I was like, no, that's right. Because you know where else I've been and no one did that. And I wish they did. Best Buy. Yes. just When you come in a Best Buy and everybody it's like herding cats and then they randomly walk up to you and just fucking decide who who they helping. And you could have been there for 30 minutes looking at radios and this other person literally just walked by a second ago and they'll be like, let me help this person. No, take the guesswork out of it. Everybody stand right here and whoever's first will serve you first. Right. We'll help you. We'll help you in order. And there were people literally standing around in them shirts. And so if you walked up to one of them, Dave was answering all of your questions because we was like, uh, we walked up to the lady was like, yeah, we got this cord and we trying to buy some. Can we do them both at the same time? She was like, you sure can. I was like, oh, okay. And then we walked up there. The dude that was uh, uh, taking out thing, he had everything in there. I was looking at the screen and because they have like a glass thing. You can actually look down to see what like they type it into the screen. He had like the address, the telephone number. He had email address. He had everything. That shit was popping up like crazy. I was like, yeah, it was all, shit. It was all just stuff I had filled in for my pre for my pickup so Ah. that's what it was but yeah it was just very easy experience and uh that was dope to to, to find a place within a mile that had something very specific that we needed and we needed fast and even to the point where like uh we got to see our girl nick Ju. she came over and that was uh obviously you know it's been too long um since we got to hang out with her but it was so fun and we enjoyed you know just chopping it up and um all that good stuff and 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 like i knew that the place closed at like six or seven and it was very convenient that even when you know like we you know we got to talking and it's like you know it's like uh you know everything became like you know that that long goodbye was like all right well i'm gonna let you go okay well how julie is doing you know like that thing <laughs> and then uh but we were able to like hop right in i think we was in and out less than 10 minutes weren't we it was five minutes i'm not yeah, exactly yeah, yeah I like i'm about to say i don't minutes. think i was gonna say five but i'll say that don't say and, but i really do think we was in and out in five minutes all jokes aside and on line they show you like when it's like when you come to pick up they give you a fucking map that is like this is how it's gonna work you walk in here you walk around here you stay in here this is the pickup area you give them your, your phone you give them your order number this is uh they give you your stuff you leave the end like it was so easy i honestly man like that that was some dope shit we also saw the peloton building while we was over there too mm-hmm. so now we know you know where all the money went from the bikes <laughs> where, they, where they be doing the workouts in uh at the the bnh place i don't know if it's bnh or bh or bnh, BNH yeah. place uh even when you get ready to leave it's a dude out there but like exit this way i was like oh thank you because i was like how do you get out of here they was like nope mm-mm. you every everything goes in this direction so it's like they trying to hurt as many people in and out of that thing like you was talking about how you know because we have places down south where they got like the only place down south where all of the registers be open is like harris teeter like everywhere else is like you said that's not even it's, every it's a, that's not even every harris teeter no but that's true that's true yeah one of the one of the busier harris teeters particularly for thanksgiving and normally they open them all up for like thanksgiving and christmas and you be like well goddamn but like normally you do get a sufficient amount of them open um but this was like really the first time where they was like oh yeah we got 32 registers uh yeah we not fucking around we trying to get y'all in and out we don't want nobody standing around here because new yorkers is like we got places to be and things to do (laughs) yeah so that's that's pretty much you know we have like i said we haven't done much stuff um 
but uh yeah that's been good and uh i think we can kind of get into like the show show stuff um unless there's something else uh i'm, I'm missing out on karen uh no uh not to the best of my knowledge no overall like i said the 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 uh, i will say this people have been you know hitting us up about getting up and doing stuff and going out we not really planning on going out i just i think it's gonna be like you know maybe if people come by and hang out like kind of like we did with like ray sonny and nick Mm -hmm. Jude, maybe we'll do a little bit of that but between the show working and because like last time karen was here it, i was off and mm-hmm. it was the I, you know so last we could week in schedule New York. it right so it was just easier to be like you know let's just go do everything all at once you know we was meeting three four people a day it, that's not that's not about what this is about to mm-hmm. be yeah because so. before we was kind of scheduling it out but, uh, <laughs> but also we had the time which is completely yeah. different so it's just i i i'm already got meetings for tomorrow that i'm looking at like oh so we probably gonna be here for a minute so yeah i i think it's gonna be a little different um <laughs> this time so, so I, i'm just going to enjoy it i try funny not working not yeah. you know not doing that so it's gonna be a lot of uh sleeping I'm not gonna lie. A lot of doing nothing, a lot of resting, a lot of catching up on Netflix and things like that. Uh, because the thing is, I just really missed you. So I don't care if we don't do anything at all. Yeah. Like you know, like not trying to fun. Like the purpose wasn't nah, was, to go out and do. I things. was putting a lot of stress in my head, thinking about the last time you were up here, and like how I just had like a different surprise and a different thing to do every time. And I was like, you know. Uh, almost like dang you know i like i even hit you up at one point like are you sure you want to be up here this long because between work i don't think i'm gonna have the time or the energy to just like do a bunch of shit but you know i think i i just i miss you as well and it was just mm-hmm. like you know just being here with you to me is yes already fun and dope and and it doesn't have to be like a mm-hmm. fucking like Every night was, you know, because when you even tell people like, oh, yeah, my wife's coming up. It's all like, and y'all going to go to Central Park and the, the, the y'all going to go to the the Statue of Liberty. And I'm like, we did some of that stuff last time. But honestly, I'm I think I'm just be happy to come come back and do normal shit. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, the thing is, I'll just say, you know, I know, you know, there's people out there that don't get along with their mates and all that stuff, but I actually like you and right. enjoy your presence in your company. So, you know, to me, I just like the fact that, you know, I get to see you every day and stuff yeah. like that because I haven't been able to do that, you know. And so, uh, you know, other than like do a computer or something like right. that, like I hadn't been able to like physically touch you. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to stay up here a little longer and just chill. Yeah, it was like I said, it was all me just in my mind. It was just uh, me putting ex- expectations on shit that I've. I don't even know where that came from because in in reality it's like you know we don't have to do all that shit to Mm -hmm. be happy um and if we wanted to come up here for a vacation vacation we can always just do that you know Mm -hmm. you know main thing for me right now is to do a good job you know yes yes and you know and it's one of those things where uh for me like I said and it was no no stress like I said I will probably just be chilling like I said the quote-unquote the most I might do is I seen a museum or something that I Mm. wanted to see that's not far like i might do you know something like that but it'll be up in the day where they're not packed and they're not busy and you know and stuff like that you know where it's not a lot of people so i can out like i don't I, and on top of that i don't mind doing you know things like that you know yeah i already got hit with a few like 
uh, it was funny. Like we watched The Last of Us last night, and I already got a few of like, are y'all podcasting this? And I was like, bruh, I'm no. writing it. I'm working mm-hmm. on a TV show. I'm juggling a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't like. We may do some podcasting, but I don't know if we're gonna do something that specific. And because I definitely don't have a re- time to rewatch and make yeah. notes and write jokes. Yeah, because you're and, you're very detailed yeah. when we do. Because if not, recaps. we just gonna be another one of these fucking podcasters just talking about it and and shit. Like you know, like, mm, right? Like I just don't want to be that. I would rather our shit be dope than just be like we did it because everybody said to do it. I I, I and honestly like. Uh, the Last of Us is so straightforward. I I really feel like it'll be weird because I, I love that game and I love Part Two and I play I replay them like every year. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I don't know that I would do do it won't be the same as like them throwing and shit. So oh yeah, and it's also something where for me I be I'm watching it for the first time. Like for for a lot of people, you know, that did not play the video game. So for me, I'm just kind of along for. The ride, and I'm familiar with some of it just for the fact that I've seen you play the video games. But you know, I I didn't, you know, you've actually paid attention and watched the story, and I didn't. So I am just, uh, I'm excited. And the first episode was excellent. I'm not gonna lie, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was long, but it was good. Yeah, and I was thinking, okay, it it it, it, it was worth the build up, and uh, everybody was acting their asses off. So I'm I'm here for it, and I'm excited uh, for it, and I think it's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, I just ain't trying to turn it into work yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pardon me, guys, but you know, I, I'm kind of gonna. I like the loosey goosey schedule that I have right now of other things taking a backseat to you know doing the show. And I know y'all understand because y'all are cool, and mm-hmm. those that don't understand just ain't meant to be around. So yeah, and most people do. All right, let's get to some news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let's talk about news, everybody. Twitter users may soon have to pay for usernames as the app struggles to keep the lights on. I'm not paying for my you. If you want me to pay for my Twitter name, you must not want me to have Twitter. Then I'll turn that bitch off. <laughs> Why are all the ideas that they come up with since Elon Musk got there so pathetically desperate? Like I, I'm sorry, man. I'm I don't care what people say i'm not saying this man is smart i don't he's not i don't have the evidence of it and the stuff that i've seen uh put under scrutiny is all shit where it sounds like he took credit for other people's good ideas and his smartest uh skill is just marketing himself as a genius and people going he must be a genius yeah and on top of that all the people that was there 
that actually <clears throat> had the ideas and the things and all this stuff. Like you had an infrastructure there and you purposely and strategically, uh, 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 knowingly, unknowingly, took out all these things and then be like, well, then how do I make money? It was like, well, bitch. Yeah, I, what's funny is they had like three ninety nine from me every month because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> before he was part of Twitter, they had Twitter Blue, and Twitter Blue allowed you to edit your stuff. Mm-hmm. It allowed you to put like a little delay on your tweet so that you, um, you know, could spell check and stuff like that. Uh, it allowed you to like some vanity stuff, like change the color of your icon on your phone. It allowed you to um, have free access to certain news articles that were typically behind paywalls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. Obviously, less ads, stuff like that. Like it just had some like cool features. And I always wanted to edit button. I, you know, I like that tweet delay thing, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, that was back, back in the day. And I was like, sure. Well, when he took over, he was like, Twitter blue is about getting a, buying a blue check and you get a blue check and it's going to cost you $8, uh, $20, no, $11. And he, and so I started getting emails from Twitter that were like, your Twitter blue is going away. Mm-hmm. And now keep in mind, I have a blue check, but I've, have a blue check because they Twitter at some point thought I was a notable person and his passive aggressive thing that he did is take away the thing that said this account has a check because it is newsworthy or notable in this the area whatever it's different for different people but you know I say it's, it's newsworthy or something and changed it into this one this no this has a check but it's a legacy check mark and it may or may not be, you know, whatever. So like basically nagging you almost like a guy, a pickup artist at a bar and trying to like, I don't know who the simple dumb motherfucker would be, but trying to get you to subscribe to this Twitter blue thing. But then when you click on those, it says this person has a blue check mark because they subscribe to Twitter blue, which honestly, I wouldn't want you to know that. Right. right. If, if I, if I bought my check, I would like, people to think i was new noteworthy but um he's so you basically insult both sides and so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna spend any money on some on a fucking check mark uh or a check mark i already have which i don't really care that much about um if i'm being real but i'm not gonna spend that money because i know for a fact that it's worse to be looked at as a nigga that gave him 11 dollars to have a check mark right than, than a person that got one and it was paying so they could edit tweets so it's just i don't know what the plan is but every week i feel like there's a new thing that's just like and and who knows these ideas a lot of them have come to pass so maybe this will come to pass but bidding on usernames and taking people's twitter handles and or and that that's crazy to me but who knows maybe he'll do it yeah and also it's one of those things where people have set him down going dog look at the money going out we need money coming in like you've literally all the revenues and shit people have paused revenues mm-hmm. advertisement people have decreased advertisement because of all the shit that you're doing like you know that you are the cause of this and then you know shit still got to run and that has a lot to do with the chopping and the cutting of employees and shit because you don't just a lot of times you didn't don't have the money to pay these people 
And so you literally are running all the revenue away as much as you can. And now you're like, well, what can we do? So y'all just coming up with ideas and throwing them to the wall and hoping they stick. So whatever happens, you're like, let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try this. And nothing is working. And there's a reason why, because this is not what people ask for. Yeah, I think also like people personalize shit so much these days that it's only become about whether you like or hate him as a person. And to me, it's not about, I don't, I think he is doing a bad job mm-hmm. like that and that's the, the the long and short of it like i don't care about the other stuff but yes yeah, every time these ideas come out i'm like yeah but not enough people are gonna do them so right. it's not gonna generate the money like a lot of his plan sounds like whenever you talk to somebody that doesn't know much about business like if i say to somebody you know the blackout tip we tips our podcast gets about say ten thousand dollars ten thousand episode ten thousand downloads an episode Mm -hmm. and they will go oh my god if you could get every person to give you one dollar per episode you'd be a millionaire within a month and it's like that's not how that math works what makes you think that that would ever happen you look at you get one to three percent that's how you end up with the universal fan con shit is thinking every person gonna put in and do what no and so that's kind of how elon musk plan sound it's always like if we could get everybody to pay for a check mark it's like but everybody won't you won't even get one or two percent of people right that'll do that you know well if everybody bids on usernames you're not going to get a lot of people bidding on usernames. It's going to be a handful of people and you need a $44 billion solution. You don't need a henny penny, you know, even it's a like million a, It's dollars. like nickels and diming. It's like what yeah. you're doing is, is let's say you make quote unquote $200,000. That is nothing compared to the money. Like I said, that's nickel and diming your way out of the solution. Yeah. And it's not going to solve any problems. And $44 so, billion, dollars, dog. Did none of, nothing he's proposed is $44 billion worth of shit. Right. And also, it's also one of those things, too, to where uh, he shut down a lot of the third party uh, app access. Uh, people who had like their versions of Twitter that was not Twitter or owned by Twitter. And a lot of that is to quote unquote force people to come back to the Twitter platform because he feel like if I get these people that are using these other platforms back on the Twitter site itself and shit like that, they they would come back. But what's going to happen is that a lot of people like these apps because they're actually better than the Twitter app itself. Because truth be told, the only reason why Twitter has the Twitter app and Twitter site has some of the some of the features that it does is because these other apps were outperforming them, coming up with new features. They kept pushing the bar and pushing the bar. People go, why the fuck would I be? Uh, I like Twitter. But y'all don't have gifts or y'all don't have this and y'all don't even do this. And I can't do this over there, but these other things do. So he so I truly think he did that just to kind of force those people. You're going to have a percentage of people to win, but you're going to have a lot of people that are like, if I cannot use um uh, my app, I just won't use Twitter. Yeah. Like, the fuck is this? Uh, Geico's $5.2 million payout to a woman claiming to have contracted HPV in a car insured by the company has been overturned. The Missouri Supreme Court overturned the Geico $5.2 million payout to a woman who allegedly contracted HPV in a car. I always thought this was ridiculous. I don't know how the one judge even ruled on her side. Right. I, I think it was some shit like Geico didn't treat it seriously enough and the judge was like, well then fuck it, y'all owe her the money. 
but it's like the reason they didn't treat it serious is because this is on its face ridiculous right um so yeah i'm glad they they overturned it because i'm sorry that shit and it's not even out of some like because i love geico it's just this shit was stupid and sometimes people do stupid shit and shouldn't be rewarded for that dumb shit Mm -mm. like get the fuck (laughs) <laughs> like but yeah um I'm, I'm sure you know the they they gonna try to do something too but um i'm glad they appealed that and won because the supreme court was like um they should have been allowed to uh geico should have been allowed to intervene in the case since the company wasn't allotted the opportunity the supreme court judge vacated the decision and sent the lawsuit back to a lower court so um yeah i don't know man what that judge was thinking I don't know. That shit didn't make no sense. Yeah. Uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach are reportedly out at GMA3 after a suspension uh, and a relationship investigation. Yeah, I I can see. I I understand why. You know, know, it's one of those things where they was like, y'all are hot for the streets and y'all are actually out in the streets. Yeah. So y'all are not making it. Y'all are not being quiet. Y'all are not um, making it so we can kind of just slide you back in. You're out here doing photo ops and photo shoots and holding hands and being in love. And it was like, well, good luck. Do that outside of this. Like, we don't want uh, Good Morning America 3 to be y'all. We want it to be whatever the fuck we want to talk about today. And they definitely turned up the heat. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't go okay you know what we hot right now let's calm down like right they was like let's be mo out in the streets and i think their thinking is some well you know what we're uh consenting adults and it may be an illicit affair or some shit but is no one this ain't a me too situation or some mm-hmm. shit so you it's know not. Uh, just because his his ex-wife is hurt doesn't mean and um, her husband's probably hurt doesn't mean that we should have to pay blah 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 but the thing is and this is the thing i think a lot of people don't understand about this job well there's two things number one the job is to make people like you yes it's not fair it's not right but that's the fucking those types of jobs the The people people that that are like you the people that are good at it excel at those jobs like tamron hall and the people that aren't good at it like megan kelly fucking suck at it mm-hmm. and one of the things that makes people like you is this idea that you're a quote-unquote good person on the up and up while our generation and some of us that don't even really watch these shows we like the quote-unquote mess of it and the gossip unfortunately the thing they sell at that show is not we got some messy ass hosts they sell here's a squeaky clean host or you know like the guy you want to invite in your house and we bring on all the guests of the day and and your favorite celebrities and 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 you talk to them and 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 it's hard to sell that part of it when it's like uh you know everyone's thinking of it like a fucking cuckold film yeah <laughs> that and the simple fact that most of us we're fucking got work so the people that are watching this their fan base the audience these are like your stay-at-home moms and like your older people like that's who they're trying to appeal to and so it's like why would they be trying to appeal to an audience base that half of us ain't in the fucking house watching this goddamn yeah, I show i think a lot of people that are like on some man i love this and i would watch now it's a lot of those one i think a lot of them are joking or whatever right but um yeah they're not in the demo Mm-mm. like and and it's not worth the people that would like i have an aunt that honestly 
all jokes aside, thinks that what he did is very disgusting and fucked up. And and a lot of them do. Um, and, and so she's, you know, people will come on my page and make jokes about it. And she'll always be like, nah, he should not have that job. And th- so then the second thing I was going to point out, and this is the interesting thing about this whole investigation angle. Uh, he was sleeping with more than one person in that yeah. office yes. over time when he was cheating on his wife. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, just because it's consenting, there's a power dynamic thing. And it's the same thing that happened with Emil Doka. It's the same thing that happened with the dude from the uh, Timberwolves. Same thing that happened with Tavis Smiley. At some point, people are going to be like, but with the power difference and the position, like, can it just be okay that this dude fucks people at work all the time? No. And I'm surprised that, you know, because the latest update is that they've hired a lawyer to examine if racism played a role in their suspension, TJ and Amy. And I'm like, I don't. If y'all gonna ride this out, that might be the area y'all want to stay away from because uh, at some point the network ain't gonna have no choice but to be like he was fucking everybody and this dude was out of control and he created an environment. They're gonna put all your business out on the street and you know it's one of those things where I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, uh, uh, Gail King like they were having things where Gail King was like, "Nigga, what you doing?" Like they know, like she was like confronting him, like, "Hey, quit fucking everybody at the goddamn job." Yeah, so if he was wilding like that, um, yeah, they might want to. Anyway, we'll see if they decide right. to go to that angle. Cause that's that's a lot. Correct, and I understand considering adults and all this stuff, but this is why they have those rules. They're like, don't fuck your coworkers because you're dealing with human beings. Human beings are messy. What happens when the shit turns left and the company has to deal with the repercussions and consequences of all the fucking fallouts of hurt feelings and envy and jealousy? This is not our business. We're in the business of working. We are not in the business of dealing with your personal dysfunctions. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. Um, so, yeah, I'll be, you know, be interested to see where they take all this shit because uh, we all know. The first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. Don't be the story. Don't be the story. Uh, speaking of being the story, Meek Mill. Uh, or as they call him uh, across the pond, Meek Mills, for some reason. Meek uh, Mills? <laughs> that's what they call him on this podcast I listen to with these uh, dudes from... Uh, from the UK, that was like that. Like I think it's just a Freudian. They can't help themselves. They don't want to say Meek Mills, but they Meek Mills does sound better <laughs> every time they say Meek Mills. They're like anyway, so Meek Mill uh, uh, went on Twitter after it was revealed that Lori Harvey is dating Damson Idris, who's the lead in Snowfall. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yep. So she went from Michael B. Jordan uh, broke his heart uh, allegedly. Um, and now she's dating Meek Mill. I mean, fuck. Now she's dating Damson Idris. And they went Instagram official. And so now that's a big, you know, people was, was chiming in on both sides of that thing, you know, and then fighting with each other on both sides of that thing. Mm, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but I'm wholly uninterested in, in that whole thing too. I don't even to know, be honest I don't even know what that woman sounds like she is a legend she is an icon honey she got she got them on three to six nine month contracts and then she was like you know what I feel like moving on and she got that motherfucking right to 
Yeah, I, yeah, she's decided to be like a socialite, and mm-hmm. there's a lane for that. She ain't the first or the last, I'm, right? She's especially uh, not talkative. Like she doesn't really seem to like she's not giving anyone a political opinion or even relationship takes. She really, it's really the genius of the way she moves is how much people fill in the gaps for her and decide what she'll be. Because some of the stuff. I read people that really love her, write about her. It's low-key a little bit scary. Like some of the stuff they write, because it's like, to me, I get that vibe. I always get a, oh, she's going to let you down because she's going to be human one day. And she, one day she's going to say something because everybody always says something. And because y'all have built her up into something she's not, like she know that she asked you to that do. she didn't ask for You're right that's the thing she don't be asking and, you to do you, this and you've been fighting with these niggas all day that 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 don't like her you're going to be highly upset if she ever slips up from the pedestal that she's on for you because she represents something to you whether it's breaking uh these these dudes hearts whether it's freedom of choice with dating mm-hmm. whether it's um uh, whether it's some type of feminism, whether it like whatever it is, if she she she's never confirmed any of that. If she comes out and says some pick me shit or some whatever, I think she gonna get fried, and a lot of people will turn on her the same way. You know, like I saw one thing where people are already mad at her because she had talked about being on a diet and working out twice a day and needing a 1400 calorie deficit and shit. And people were like, well, you know, mad about that, but it didn't catch on, but just that could be what she's on. She might be into some shit like that. And it just, people like her cause she's not talking, not because she is. I, I agree. And you know, and it's one of my, one of the things where for her, she starts the war to sexes and that's what a lot of the shit boils down to mm-hmm. you know uh you have a lot of men that are hurt that uh feels like you know they desire her or or why she, why she dating all these dudes mm-hmm. okay she got the right to dudes date a lot of women all of the time are you this angry and upset about dudes that just go through women do do do, do you have this same outcry and and shit like that no well then you know like what are you talking about you mm-hmm. know it's one of those things where it feels like when a woman quote unquote does it it becomes a problem you know and all the men okay so what you know the men that she's dating there's n- that my thing there's nothing wrong with that the fact that you know is the problem mm-hmm. um it's not the fact that she's dating all these women well, i mean these no, men you hold on. Less. the fact that you know is the point true it's like the point public, yeah, it's the their point. public relationship well they're more than likely some level of public relationship because she's a socialite and right. it's important that she be seen with a certain type of dude it's like i always say like ig models the game isn't being discreet that's stupid now if you if you still on the being discreet then you in the 90s no the game now is you need to be seen with the type of nigga that you want to be seen with so that people will go uh this is the caliber of person that this person is gonna needs to be around and attract and if you ain't got it like that shut your broke ass up right that's the point and so you know I, i think it being quote unquote our businesses, you know, because they wanted to be our businesses. Right. You're sending, you're taking these pictures, you're sending the blogs and the and the and the, the tabloids, you know, information and shit. So I like, I just think it's all it's all just part of the game. 
I don't see the point of getting so upset over it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I definitely ain't about to argue with no niggas about it. It just seems the truth. Like I, I was telling this to Nicole yesterday. I was like, if I was thinking, this is what I've been thinking lately. I feel like seventy-five percent of people are mostly either neutral or reasonable about almost all these topics. Right. But I think there's like twenty-five percent of social media, Twitter, and, and I'm talking about black spaces, but it may even extend to white spaces, but I don't be up in them like that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's like 25% that is like 12.5% one way, 12.5% the other way. And those motherfuckers spend every day trying to fight each other mm-hmm. and looking for content from the other side. So they find a person that's like, you know, man I, fuck fuck her man i you know these women need to learn how to go to church or some shit like that or she ain't listening to her daddy and they go find that ashy motherfucker and then they put him in the in everybody's feed and retweet and argue with him and then we have to have this argument and this discussion as if it's every fucking dude woke up that morning and hates Lori harvey which is clearly not fucking true right and most could care less or the other side thinks every single black woman thinks she's fucking, you know, the queen of black women because <laughs> she dated like three handsome niggas in a row. Right. And and and, and it, it either both sides of that just seem to be like very in love with going back and forth with each other. They're and in love with the arguing, yes. Yeah, that's the weird shit to me. Right. And they're the ones that keep the shit going because, like I say, most people could, could care less. Yeah. So, uh, but meek mill came out um and tweeted y'all let that girl fuck anybody right after this like went viral that she was dating damson idris who is y'all let her she's a grown-ass woman don't nobody let her do shit she doing the fuck she wants to do right and he sounds like one of them niggas that be saying that kind of shit that don't make you know sense. like those people that online that, that the men that were going viral for saying shit like that mm-hmm. he was one of the famous people uh uh that said some dumb shit like that um and he later quote unquote clarified uh, <laughs> mm, okay uh, what kind of clarification is this you said what you said now right like what else could it be yeah, about i mean it, it, you didn't use no big words that i had to go look up in the thesaurus so i don't understand and his clarification was essentially um damson my real friend he tweeted trying to say like okay um that him and damson idris are friends so he wouldn't be disrespecting his good friend don't do it on his behalf like I, I don't fucking understand so only reason why you apologizing is because they dating so you don't want to quote unquote disrespect his property that's basically what you're saying he can he get attributed the heart the comments the horrible timing and pr shit mm-hmm. this only fueled people's belief that the going bad rapper was bitter in some way mm-hmm. a follow-up tweet provided further clarity uh saying that damson is his real friend i i mean i think he was he really was saying some fucked up shit and he took a shot at him and i don't know if the internet or twitter or, or damson or somebody got in his ear and then he was also like oh man i would never disrespect my friend but i don't know it seemed pretty fucking obvious to me what he was doing right and nobody twisted your words nobody in fact nobody made you say anything you could have kept that thought to yourself and we would have been just fine yeah and he became the best the number one representative of all the dudes that think like that mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, I like 
I am honestly not shocked that Lori Harvey moves the needle because I really think it's not about her. It's about them niggas that argue with them women every fucking day. Yeah, it's about these groups of people. And the group is a small percentage, y'all, but they argue so much and so vast and so heavy that eventually they will I float mean, into your timeline where you're like, how the fuck y'all get over here? It doesn't take much to become like you know a social media trend like you don't need a hundred percent of people to talk about something you just need a few people talking about something to make other people talk about them talking about it and that's right. when the shit takes over your timeline and Lori harvey for some reason has done this she's a lightning she's, rod she, boy. she's reached that level because the, the people have hyper focused on her but i don't she seemed okay. Like I like I don't know her or anything about her mm. except that she's publicly dated some pretty famous black dudes. Mm-hmm. Future, this dude, and um and, and Michael B. Jordan. I like I don't know that that's aspirational as far as like some type of cause or 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 damning in some type. I don't think either one of those necessarily applies. We'll mm-hmm. see. She's you know? she living her best life. Like I said, a legend and an icon. Like I'm 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 fine. I don't have a, a problem with her doing this at all. Like for me, like I, I like I said, I'm in the seventy five percent. I could give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's get into some other stuff. Uh start wrapping this up we already did ktg earlier this today so mm-hmm. um you know what? why don't we uh do some uh guess the race let me pull up my guess the race music uh here we go what time is it it's time to guess the race it's time to guess the race it's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race. That's right. It's time for guess the race. The game we go around the globe. Ask people to guess the race of the people involved in these articles. And of course, Karen, it was live here. Don't be looking at my screen. Plays uh, along, and the chat room plays along. Well. Why do you even look over this way? I saw you look over this way as soon as I said that. So <laughs> can you please not? <laughs> Are you trying to cheat? Or no, I, I, I can't look at you because I love you. This is right now yeah, uh, sound like some cheating going on <laughs> you've been loving me the whole other hour well, now all of a sudden you I was, look I was, my eyes. I was looking at you doing keeping the girl too you wouldn't mm-hmm. looking at me mm-hmm. some of us focused on the job armed customers <laughs> stop husband and wife trying to rob a north georgia gas station at gunpoint oh no Police arrested a North Georgia couple when they kept try, say they tried to rob a gas station clerk before the other customers intervened I guess these was the good guys with a gun. Apparently so. This is why I pay at the pump. Police say Sean Sutton, 39, pretended to be a customer, while his wife, Melody Sutton, 39, waited outside in the car. Police say Sean Sutton wrapped a pair of women's underwear around his neck and face, pulled a gun on the store clerk, and demanded money. (gasps) This caught the attention of two customers who were inside the food mart. The first customer pulled out his gun to stop the robbery attempt while the second customer ran to get to his car to get his gun. Oh, goddamn! We're about to have a three-way shootout. Everybody got a gun. Yup, this is what happens. As Sutton tried to escape, police said a third customer who was armed came to help. <gasps> Motherfucker ran to the three amigos. <laughs> Come on! 
the first customer noticed that Sutton was disarmed and told the other two customers not to shoot him. Police said all the customers had legal permits for their guns. Police then arrested, then arrived on the scene and tried to take Sutton into custody. However, they said he became unruly and ignored the commands to stop. That's when one of the officers had to stun him with a stun gun. Uh, they say he faced charges of armed robbery, aggravated assault, possession of a firearm convicted fel- by a convicted felon. Uh, and they said they found Melanie, uh, Melody Sutton inside the car on the side of the store. She faces charges of armed robbery, intimidation, and taking control uh, taking uh, control of a substance. I don't know. That sounds like drug shit. Mm-hmm. All right, Karen, guess the race of this couple. They are the same race. What's, what's, what's his name? Or Sean Sutton and Melody Sutton. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe. North Georgia, Squid Billy White. <laughs> Not that early Kyler. All them guns and no one shot white like the underwear on his face. White and oh, soon no. to be jail. Everyone involved in it's white because they're alive. White. White shenanigans. Quentin Tarantino directed white shit. The correct answer. Whitey going white. The correct answer is, uh, and everybody, I think, said the same thing. You all got it right. White. For the fact that they had this stand up and nobody shot him, yes, white. Yeah, that's some raising Arizona shit. Uh, <laughs> that yodeling song was playing in the background and shit, but yeah, it's just <laughs> man, they got a lot of guns down there. Mm-hmm. Now you just pull out, like pull out the heat like that. Um, all right, let's go to the next one, Karen. You're one for one. Jordan's fish and chicken owner frustrated by a copycat restaurant giving them a bad rap. Oh, um, shit, a copycat. Now, I may have to open this in another browser so y'all can hear the sound. Okay. Because um, I just realized that this is one that has some, I uh, think, a video. So oh, with give it. Me, yeah, give okay. me a second to see if I can get it to play. Probably going to have an ad before it plays. Of course. They almost always do. Find out about your local Toyota dealer or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> your local Honda dealer. Yes. Wait, what? You hear that? What is playing? Mm-hmm. I hear that. Is it here? Oh, it's, oh, something just rendered this. One of the rendered videos inside, inside of the video on the side. Like, I'm trying to play something and it won't. Son of a. Okay. Oh, it's playing. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Let me turn the volume up and start it over. All right. Here we go. Okay. Jordan's Fish and Chicken says they want to make it clear. Demonstrations continue for a local business tonight. The owners of Jordan's Fish and Chicken says they want to make it clear they're not affiliated with the restaurant community members are trying to get shut down. Now, last week, we told you that Marion County Health Department closed a business with a copycat name. This all after a viral video showed an unclean kitchen, food was on the floor, mice running around. So the owner of the original Jordan's Fish and Chicken has several locations throughout the city and wants to make sure that customers know the difference. He says that this parasitic brand battle is really challenging. I was really upset, like I was very mad, I was very upset, like I even like did not even think for a second like uh, th- this specific location has our sign up. So since we, or since we see these like couple of videos, we did take some serious actions, we call our attorneys like to 
just move forward and do the right things. Part of that includes taking legal action to ensure no one uses their name and is doing business under their name illegally. And for now, the Jordan's Fish and Chicken and Sandwiches at 42nd and Post has a suspended license. So, guess the race of the owners of the the original Jordan's Chicken, uh, was it Chicken and Fish? Do we fish and Chicken. Do we have their names? Uh, hmm. Let me see. Did I say they never said his name? Oh, Mo, Mo Yodis, E uh, E E D O U S. Asian, Asian Mo Edius. Mo, I think his name. Oh, uh, 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 Middle Eastern Mo Yodis. That don't sound American. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm okay, let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Uh, Middle Eastern. Arabs uh, on the river Jordan Middle Eastern Arab Arab getting Arab money some Nick some sand Nick oh my God the the the, <laughs> the dude who owned the strip mall on Friday at the next Arabian Nights unseasoned white uh well the correct answer I think the man looks like a seasoned white so I'm gonna go with white spicy white. <laughs> Uh, that's him there. Um, I think he may be Middle Eastern or something, but when he was talking, he looked white. Like, it was everything but his voice was white. <laughs> so, that's the right answer. That's what y'all getting. Uh, but you know what? In all fairness, I won't call any of you wrong. I think if you said Middle Eastern or something, you, you was close. Yay! Uh, so, uh, let's go to finally the uh, bonus round. A Long Island boutique owner ran a $40 million counterfeiting, counterfeiting scam, which saw her iron Gucci, Chanel, and Prada and other designer labels on the cheaper items of clothing, then passed them off as the real deal. Oh. Lindsay Castelli Bullock, who owns Lindsay's Boutique in Plainview, was arrested Tuesday with the 31-year-old now facing second-degree counterfeiting charges. The Mama 4 store was raided October 4th. Uh, there, Nassau County detectives are said to have found 22 printing press machines used to create the fake labels, which were heat sealed onto garments with an iron. Mm. Not the same thing they do at the flea mall. <laughs> not the, <laughs> not the, <laughs> them shits get some water and start pressing peeling. <laughs> not the same thing they did. They do it off, off of Murchison Road. <laughs> Yo. You you walk outside and get too hot, your little star fading. Is that goo goo right. goo goo? Like the cheese gone. Uh, <laughs> nearby <laughs> nearby were knockoff items of clothing and jewels that she said uh, she has said that falsely passed off as being genuine Gucci, Chanel, Prada, Dior, UGG, and Louis Vuitton. They would say, take a hat, a three dollar hat 
for or a 50 cent item on that side here they would seal it onto the hat sell it for $300 said the police commissioner cops said the combined value of of the counterfeiting clothing uh, would have been $40 million had her had she managed to convince her customers that it was genuine and sell it in addition to her sparse gray retail store Bullock also allegedly ran the scheme through a private Facebook group called Shop Lenny's uh, which had 5,000 members once approved to join, prospective shoppers were bombarded with statuses showing Bullock herself modeling what she claimed to be designer gear, uh, which she encouraged them to snap up. Uh, but her antics caught the attention of the cops who began probing her business in April 2021. They called in the United States Postal Inspectors to help with the probe, which likely involved packages being seized so their contents then could be evaluated to see if they were genuine. Oh, so they started ordering that shit. It was like, this ain't real. They decided she was a scammer, and they raided her business. Right, because guess what? They would know, because we do business with them. So, yeah, we know they probably got, you know, a lot of these uh, companies have, like, tags and codes and shit like that, like certain way to stitch and go, all types of shit that they look. They be like, mm, this ain't real. It also behooves the company to make sure that the products that are sold with their shit on them are legit. So I would Correct. imagine they ain't down with this shit either. Even yeah, though I'm they sure like, you ain't of, even a Gucci dealer. Even though I'm sure a lot of bootlegging happens in the industry. I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I know they're not down with it. Mm-mm. On September 20, well, I shouldn't say I know they're not down with it. I'm sure there's some malfeasance and shit that happens behind the set, but. They wasn't getting none of this money, is my point. Right, right. Um, on September 22nd, she posted a photo of herself in a ripped denim, light blue wash jeans, and gray blue button oversized blouse, sharing her latest update. Sit back, relax, and shop with me while sipping a glass of wine, she wrote. The new live schedule is set to start uh, and starts 925. Here's the perks. Hey, se- did that start on 925, baby? On September 8th, she issued a post telling her inner circle to download her app and sign up register by midnight when they do you receive 25 dollars shop credit which i mean of course you will <laughs> yeah yeah right you she was like yeah i will give you the cost that i the sunken cost everything else is gravy take half off take it all off who gives a fuck i paid three dollars you know <laughs> right uh the posting had a picture that said follow the steps everyone is a winner on december 16 2020 she went to facebook to share her boutique's grand opening and also share a personal message to her audience sometimes you have to say f it and start over not worry about what everyone will say or think Block she did the- she started over but uh she was like yeah i'm gonna start over with this fake shit yeah i'm starting over when i bought these hats in bulk and these stickers in bulk come on went to amazon and be like <laughs> let me buy 200 300 dollar hats uh, mm-hmm. uh worth of hats for that i actually paid 50 in a piece for you right. buy you know what i bet she went on fat kid deals but oh they got a sale mm-hmm. <laughs> block out the negativity and those that don't believe she said here's the new beginnings and new ventures the post gathered 414 views and 150 comments yeah and looking at her pictures they're very influencer heavy i'll show you at the end mm-hmm. um last year when she needed some extra help she went to her social media looking for new hires who loves clothes is outgoing wants extra cash fun to be around and knows how to have a good time she wrote i'm hiring five of you to work part-time flexible schedule hourly plus commission must be able to report to plain view for your desired hours work as much or little as you would like but while you're working you gotta kill it she uh uh said um oh i guess she said interesting interested drop me a comment below i'll send you the detail first of all anyone who hires this way is shady right i was i was thinking what are you trying to sell me like you yeah. know we, you ain't never seen no 
post from us on some like five people reply to this you can come to our house and work on the podcast like what mm-hmm. i'm not gonna bet you no background no, I, check we we not we not we not gonna to check to be sure you ain't got multiple aliases i ain't say how much i'm paying you fuck you you fuck around and uh, uh won't nobody ever see you again right i said you can work any hours as long as you killing it like that's how that's how they got people on the slave ships <laughs> come on wake up in south carolina like what's up with all this cotton um but yeah uh the news of costellas uh costelli's counterfeit but bus sent shockwaves through plainview merrick dix hills and beth page area and other neighboring towns in nassau county i was surprised said one woman who heard the news and told dailymail.com that she had been to the store about a month ago some told uh daily mail that they remember when the store was under a different name they also said they <gasps> thought it was odd that all the items on the floor were on sale <laughs> yeah of course it's all on sale my guy <laughs> everything must go it was like gucci and chanel they was like uh yes why is this you know if i look online this 1500 dollar purse now is a hundred something wrong right well it worked um so uh <laughs> uh one woman said she stopped at this boutique a few weeks ago everything was on clearance she remember that was when the feds getting close uh it went from on sale to clearance <laughs> guys everything must go tonight all the evidence yeah, i mean that, clothes all the clothes that, 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 oh, that was like uh the people was like uh we walked by one day all of a sudden all the signs changed nobody mm-hmm. nobody else thought something was wrong with this They're like it's the same store they sound the same shit the name changed she said when she returned to the boutique with her daughter the store was closed castelli has released uh an on-desk appearance ticket Oh, she has been released on a, a desk appearance ticket and due back in court November 2nd. Damn. She got till November 2nd to go back to go. Boy. All right, Karen. Guess the rights. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Lindsay Castelli Bullock. A white. All right. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Uh, white woman enterprise. I know a guy, Italian white. Uh, where, where the scamming reside white. <laughs> iron on bobby barbie dog in a stroller pushing white blindside becky with the bad business plan white white she got away with this for too long white italian princess correct answer is white y'all got it (laughs) the way they said she don't even gotta come back to november 2nd is crazy to me Y'all, it's January. That's ten months from now. Mm-hmm. That's wow. Um, they think she did up to forty million dollars worth of shit, and they was like, "Yeah, we get to you in November." Um, these are her posts online on social media, and they all had that influencer thing. Yes, like she's wearing this bootleg shit, and just like you know, and you can tell like it's influencer stuff because you know influencers like and these scammy ones especially bring you into like the business like look at me i'm sitting on boxes in my warehouse because i'm a business person you know just living my dream guys mm-hmm. come on by my boutique and yeah they just showing you the glamorous part of the shit yeah wow all yeah. that shit you're like yeah why is everything 75 percent off right and and on top of that, like you would have to be spending some real money if this sh- and the shit wouldn't be on sale and it would be on the floor. The group had five thousand members on Facebook. Ooh, I would be mad if I bought some shit for her to find out that shit was fake. You know what else too, low key, and and I'm not saying it's racist or anything, but I think like 
it's that thing where groups, affinity groups and stuff, you have, like, it's easy to get people like this because white people often do have some type of hookup that they only sharing with each other. And I can see people being like, yeah, girl, Lindsay got the hookup, man. Don't tell nobody. Just yeah, go in the yeah. Facebook group and yeah, show up. We, we be outside of them circles. They was like, yeah. not y'all. Not, like, I don't not the darkest. You're not going to find, as much as black people love labels, you ain't about to find too many that got fooled by this shit. Mm-mm. Like, we would have been out there like, mm, mm, this ain't they, real. No way you finding that. <laughs> Matter of fact, they going to get the biggest discount because it's going to be a black woman that's like, can I talk to you over here for a second? I know all this shit is fake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I do want this purse, but I'm not paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they rub that thing. They're like, this ain't this ain't real leather. How you know? I know what real leather feels like, and this right. ain't it. Okay. Um, all right, let's go to the last thing. Sword ratchetness. You get You uh, you fuck around and going at it like everything came with a free Gucci keychain. I don't understand why. Right. <laughs> she printed that shit on. She just threw extra Gucci in my trunk just to just to have it. Right. A Gucci keychain be like hundred and fifty dollars. You be like, uh, but it ain't. It's just a little thing to say Gucci on it. Yeah, you still gonna pay hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, Westboro police reportedly locate a sword during a traffic stop. A traffic stop. Eliza Rosario Castillo, eighteen has been charged with two counts of carrying a dangerous weapon, possession of an open container of alcohol in a motor vehicle, negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and speeding. Oh, no. January 11th, 9.55 p.m., an officer was on patrol when they saw a vehicle driving towards his location at 70 miles an hour. He activated his emergency lights, conducted a traffic stop. Rosario Castillo, who reportedly admitted to speeding, told police he had been driving to Chick-fil-A to pick up his friends from work, according to court documents. Uh, as the officer was walking to the, oh, as the officers were walking to their cruiser, one officer allegedly shined his light into the rear of the vehicle, saw a light brown handle between the driver's seat and the center console, and uh, they asked him what the item was. He said it was a sword. He told officers that the sword had been at his old house when he moved. The sword was placed in his vehicle, and he said he forgot it was there. Uh, police said. They frisked him and found a dagger, dagger on him. <coughs> oh, shit. What's this? Assassin's Creed? Right. You just, you know, he's like, look, I'm lazy. I'm not parkouring. I'm just going to drive to the next destination. <laughs> During, yeah. During our conversation, he admitted the sword was in case he needed to protect ourselves. When asked about the knife <gasps> in his pocket, he said that little one just to protect myself. Officers reportedly found an open beer bottle and then they arraigned him. Yeah, and I would arrest him, him too. He'd be like, "You look, I'm from the, like the 18th century. You know, I'm time traveling. You know, I, you know, this ain't really me. You know, my real body is in like 2035, sir. Mm. Sir, you're under arrest. A sword and a dagger is just some like Mm-mm. old school Game of Thrones. I like, got, my, I got my, I got my white outfit in the trunk. Somebody was gonna get killed, and they probably saved somebody's life that. Yeah, night. they probably. Trying to go up to the Chick-fil-A and fuck somebody up. Yeah, I don't know what he was going to do. I just know it wasn't nothing good. So, Mm-mm. all right, y'all, that's it for this episode live from New York. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Uh, we'll sporadically be back throughout the time that Karen's here. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we may be doing shows uh, every day. We may be doing shows 
but not that often. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.